When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for tuning in to Americana Music Profiles. It's season three, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine in print and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com online. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's join in on another great conversation with one of the Americana music industry's super talented artists. Brevard, North Carolina is home to bluegrass band Carolina Blue. In this episode of Americana Music Profiles, we catch up with one of the founders, Tim Jones, as we talk about their latest CD, Sounds of Kentucky Grass. Well, hi, Bobby. Welcome to the program today. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me here, man. You bet. Yeah, good to talk to you. So you are... um, you're in Brevard, North Carolina, is that right? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Yeah, you guys have a, a, a pretty pretty good festival that happens down there every year. Yeah, the Mountain Song Festival, which we're lucky enough to be a part of this year. Now, has that happened yet? We're, we're currently talking it's early September. When, when does that normally take place? It's actually the 8th, 9th, and 10th, so that's this coming weekend. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, I, and looks like maybe you guys will get the festival in before the weather hits. We hope so. Yeah, it's, uh, that's uh, it's going to be a, a little bit of a sticky situation when when all that rain happens. Yeah, no, I understand. It's uh, it hasn't been a good thing, but uh, we'll we'll keep believing and praying for good good things for everybody, and uh, uh, hopefully, you guys will get that festival in under the weather. So, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get started in music? Well, um, when I was a senior in high school, um, I had a lot of friends who played guitar, and um, they out they would bring their instruments in. It was toward the end of the year, and we really didn't have a lot going on mm-hmm. as far as schoolwork. And uh, I just really, really became interested in learning. And so I took my graduation uh, gifts, mon- monetary gifts that I got, and, and went and purchased a guitar. And, oh, cool. Uh, a couple of instructional books to learn by and mm-hmm. just kind of taught myself how to play and uh i think that was in june and uh, september i joined a uh a gospel quartet as a guitar player so, oh cool so I've been, I've been really fortunate yeah and how long ago was that that was in 1995 so okay i'm sort of telling my age here but <laughs> it's been about 22 years yeah so I, I, I'm I'm guessing that there were other other band happenings for you along the way. Yes, sir. Um, during that time with that quartet, I met Tim Jones, who was playing with a family band um, that was called the Spiritual Lights out of Brevard, North Carolina. Also, mm-hmm. and um, he and I hit it off, and and I in fact left the quartet and went to 
play with the spiritual lights. And uh, at that point, um, I played with those guys for about a year, year and a half. And um, then I got hired by Roy Chapman, who was a, he's a pretty locally famous bluegrasser. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and um, Tim, Tim Jones followed me, and we've been together ever since. And how long has uh, your current band, Carolina Blue, been together? We're uh, celebrating our 10th year this year. And tell me how you guys got together. When did that happen for you? Well, Tim and I um, were working together with Roy Chapman, and I went by Woody Platt, who's the guitarist and lead vocalist sure. of the Deep Canyon Rangers. Yeah. I went by to pitch him some original songs. And um, he liked the songs but suggested that uh, we cut cut an album with the songs on it. And I'd never done anything like that before. Okay. You know? um, so we did the, the album, and he produced the record. And um, the rest is history. I mean, the radio got it and started playing it, and uh, we started getting some calls for gigs, and we didn't even have a group. Wow. <laughs> we, formed, we formed our group around that album. Okay. All right. Cool. And then you, you guys went on to uh, win the South Carolina State Bluegrass Championship, right? We did. We entered that competition in 2011 down at Reno Fest, and uh, we're fortunate enough to, to walk away with a victory um, with some pretty serious competition uh, that we were up against. But we we're really thankful that, uh, that that happened for us. Sure, yeah. So you... Um what is what does out on the road look like for you guys? I, I'm guessing that that you guys still have some some daytime commitments that you that you uh, have to take care of. So, do you get to tour is it weekend touring, or do you guys get to go out for longer stretches of time? It's thus far just been weekend touring for us. Um, but um, you know the future is looking bright for us. I, I'm oh, guessing that, that would be a, that, that's one of your goals is to be able to do that full time. I think so. Um, eventually, I know that's hard. There are not not many groups that are able to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a from what I understand. It's uh, of course it's the bluegrass world is um, you know it's it, it's it's hard to to make that um, to make that jump but a lot of people get to do that so certainly hope you guys get a chance to do that we, we love the music and um y- you've got a new album out right we do it's um called sounds of kentucky grass and as as of this week it's uh, sitting at number one on the uh tr- roots music report traditional chart yeah that's awesome tell me tell me how that album came about well uh tim jones who's the mandolin player his grandmother was from Kentucky, and she had a brother named Lawrence Lane, who was um, pretty famous in that area during the Vietnam era. Mm-hmm. And um, Tim promised her um, toward the end of her life that he would at some point do a tribute album of Lawrence's music. And we knew that we were probably getting close to getting signed by a label. Mm-hmm. And um, we wanted to do that, so we went ahead and decided to get the album. You know, during the midst of that, the uh we got signed by four mountain records mm-hmm. and um you know the album's been a success so far so um we've had a couple of a couple of songs on the charts already and as i said the album's number one right now on that on that one chart so we're really fortunate have are the um most of the songs originals 
Um, they are either were all written by Lawrence himself or songs that his band recorded. Okay. So they were all not not so much original. It's probably eighty percent original. Mm-hmm. Do you guys by Lawrence? Do you guys write uh, within the band yourself? The rest of you? We we do. Uh, well, Tim and I primarily do the writing, and um, you know we we record. I've got 90% original material. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with this one exception um, of, of this album that's current. Okay. Tell, tell me about that process for you guys. What what uh, what inspires you, and and you know where do the ideas come from for the for the songs you guys write? Um, a lot of the music is is old music that we you know have have written 10, 12 years ago. Really? Okay. And um, it's just you know we find an appropriate time to record them. Uh huh. So, so th- this these are songs that you guys wrote when you were doing doing duet projects and other things before the band came to be. Right. I mean, uh, we uh, like we we're, we're working on a current project and we've got songs that I wrote like 11 years ago on here. Uh huh. Okay. Same with Tim. Um, it's just you know we, tr- we try to figure out. If the the song fits with the recording well, you know, yeah. of, of what we're trying to do, and um, and and also we're doing a lot of co-writing. We started co-writing a couple of years ago, and um, we've probably written three, four, or four numbers together, and we're going to have one of those on our upcoming project, which is really exciting as well. I mean, we decided a long time ago, you know, we Bill Monroe is our favorite. But we can't make it go in this business recording Bill Monroe's music. We've got to record something that's new and that's ours. Right. But we're trying to stick. We're trying to stick to uh, Bill Monroe's format pretty closely. You know. Right. Um. We feature we feature the fiddle instead of the dobro. Uh mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times we feature multiple fiddles on our albums. So um, we're trying to stick to the to the groundwork that Monroe laid, but at the same time doing our doing our own stuff. So you would call yourself more in the traditional style instead of the the newer progressive flavor. Oh yes, sir. Very, very traditional. Um, you know that that's just this the way we learn. That's the, that's all we know how to do. Right. Basically, <laughs> is is that that hardcore traditional stuff, but yeah. it's still very relevant. You know. I sure. Mean, of course. Uh, yeah. A, a lot of festivals have books were traditional. You know. Yeah. Um, and and I, you know, I, love, um, I love all types of bluegrass, but it's just it's just the traditional. It's what what we what we love and what we do. And I think you know the bluegrass is it's like a big circle that evolves. You know. Oh yeah. It came around went went real progressive in the seventies and eighties when like Sam Bush and with and the seldom scene and 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 um, old and in the way and then you know oh brother where art thou hits and it swings back around to traditional stuff you know right right yep and now we see it going the other way a little bit you know toward more progressive stuff but we feel like there's a place table for everybody you know yeah yeah we're hoping so anyway and, and I, I i think i read where you guys got to to play with uh tim white on song of the mountain here not too long ago we did we made our first appearance um March 2016. Okay. Because that just aired, I think, March 2017. So we did the we uh, recorded the show in 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 2016, 
uh, we're really grateful to be asked up and hoping that we'll get to go back again in 2018. Yeah. What was that experience like for you? Had you done anything like that before? Never really any TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, as far as the standing on stage and playing for folks, it was, uh, you know, that's pretty natural and pretty easy for us. But mm-hmm. when they stick you in front of a camera and start asking you questions, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's tough. Right, right. That's a new new thing for you. So I, I think we were talking a couple minutes off air. So all of you guys still have um, daytime commitments that you do and, and um, trying to hold down a regular job. Do you um, – what what do you see the future for you guys as a band? Do you have some, some goals you're working towards? Is there a, a, a five-year plan in place, so to speak? Well, we were told um, when we started um, our 2016 release, which was in 2015, that, and that's when we really started trying to push our band for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, we were told by several folks, you know, you're looking at five to seven years before you really, you know, get to where you, you want to be in this. And we're in year three now, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably accurate. Um, we're, we're doing a lot. I mean, every year it's just like we make great strides, and, you know, I've got this bucket list of things that I wanted to, places I wanted to play and things I wanted to do. You know, yeah. we, got, we played Song of the Mountains, which was a big deal for us. We uh, got signed by the record label. We've had a number one album now, so things are just getting crossed off at a pretty uh, ridiculous pace. Yeah, so that's cool. I think we're we're right on we're right on that five year schedule. Um, if things keep going as well as they have the past couple of years, yeah, yeah. So what what's next? This album has been out how long? It it released the uh, first week of June. Okay. So I think June tenth actually, the second week of June. Yeah. So it's been out a couple of months, and um, we are getting ready to uh, to start another album. Which, okay. Unlike the the one that's current, um, this will be you know a bunch of original songs written by Tim and myself, mm-hmm. and. Um, we're we're looking to release that probably late in the year next year um, to give this album some time to fly. Um, probably an IBMA release for 2018. Oh yeah, is okay. kind of what our plans are. Right. Um, we just want to give this one. This one came out at a at a at a time where it's not really relevant to awards this year, but it will be next year. So mm-hmm. we don't want to kill that by releasing another album. Sure. You know, yeah. early in the year next year. Yeah. And and the new material still in the traditional style, or will you will you swing one way or the other a little more? It, it's it's going to stay right where it's at. We're enjoying some good success with the traditional bluegrass. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's right where we want to stay. You know, we're just we're country boys. We sing about country things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, the, the issues. You know, like in those original traditional songs by Monroe and and Ralph Stanley. I mean, those those kind of songs are relevant to us. Right. So um, I think we're just kind of going to stay the course we're on for the time being and uh, see where that takes us. And what part of the country, if folks want to see you, where do you find yourselves most? As as North Carolina being home base, where where do you, where do a lot of your appearances take place? It, it, a lot of North Carolina, but primarily the southeast. We've played a lot of Virginia and and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We uh, we actually made our first trip to the to the Great North. We went to Maine this year. Oh, cool! Spent a week up there, and um, you know they're they're just 
crazy about traditional bluegrass. Mm-hmm. The further north you get, the more mm-hmm. traditional they like it. It seems. So, um, but you know, we're we're expanding. We're with uh, Wilson Pickens uh, booking and promotions now, and I, I really expect to to see you know our our radius playing radius really expand in the sure. next couple of years. Yeah, um, we're we're just excited to see see what the future holds for. But our our schedule can be found on our website at carolinabluband.com or on our Facebook page. Okay. And I, I'm guessing that that's also how people could reach out and uh, get in touch with you, um, maybe to, to buy a copy of the latest CD or, or uh, per, get in touch personally maybe with some email questions? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, uh, we, we sell the CDs on our website and, uh, uh, you know, either Facebook or email, you can get a message to us. Uh, anybody that's interested in booking us, all that information is on the website. Um, you can you can call us or you can call Melanie Wilson um, at Wilson Pickens. Um, all, all that information is readily available. And tell me that website again. It is uh, carolinabluband.com. Great. Well, thanks, Bobby. I, I appreciate the opportunity to find out more about you guys and, and let our listeners get a chance to hear about your journey, and uh, we wish you uh, much success. Greg, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time out for the interview. Really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.